Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Today is Palm Sunday. Amen. Praise God. And that was representative and symbolic of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And once he came in on this triumphal entry, he would, the, he would not leave Jerusalem until that fateful day that he was brought to that little mount outside of the outskirts of the city called Calvary, and he was crucified. Amen. But he came in on this triumphal entry. Amen. The Bible said in John chapter 12, verse 12, on the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the King of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. Amen. Palm Sunday is all about praise. It's all about acknowledging who Jesus is. He wasn't just a teacher. He wasn't just an ordinary man. He wasn't just a good man. Amen. He was the mighty God in human form. Praise God. And that's why they praised him. And they said, Hosanna, which is a praise. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 21, 8, another version of this. It says, A very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Amen. Praise God. And I especially like Luke's version of this uh, uh, occurrence uh, in chapter 19, verse 36. And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then as he was now drawing near to the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen. Amen. Saying, blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven, glory in the highest. Amen. And then some of the Pharisees in the crowd wanted to put a damper on this party. They they wanted to throw a wet blanket on the flames. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. Amen. In other words, hey, hey, they're giving you praise. They're they're acknowledging you as more than what we think you are. And and they shouldn't be doing that. They're acting like you're God or something. And his answer was, but he answered and said unto them, I tell you, if, if, if these people should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. Amen. Praise God. Somebody or something is going to praise God. It might as well be us. It might as well be His people. Amen. I'm not going to let any rock take my place. Oh, ain't no rock can sing Amazing Grace like I can. I once was lost. 
but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. I will give praise to him. Amen. Well, hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. I'm not going to keep silent and look at and watch some rock, you know, get a mouth and some eyeballs and start legs and jumping around. Amen. That's a scary thought. I'm going to do my job. Amen. I was created. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus, I mean, God said in the book of Isaiah 43, these people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. That's why I formed them so that they would be a light to this world to show the glory to God and, and cry, Hosanna! Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Would you stand with me? Amen. That wasn't my sermon. That was just kind of a, something I wanted, because, you know, it's Palm Sunday, so. Amen. I couldn't just let Palm Sunday go without talking about it a little bit. Amen. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I want to read one verse in your hearing. Micah chapter 7. Micah chapter number 7. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. I want to preach on the subject, two of the most important words in life. Two of the most important words in life. You know, when, from the very time when we're young and we're even learning how to walk, we stumble, we fall. Amen. It's part of life. It's part of growing up. It's part of experiencing things. Sometimes we take risks and, and things and and uh, things happen or whatever. We get a little bit older. We learn how to ride a bike. Uh, we learn to learn how to roller skate or skateboard. And, you know, the first time we do it, we're not like Olympic qualified, you know. The first time we do it, we're not, you know, going to be on the bike team or whatever. The first time we do it, we come home and your parents got to go out and buy stock and Band-Aids and Mercuricomb or that's what it used to be called. Hey man, that stuff that they that brown stuff on the little glass thing that you put on your sores uh, and it would burn like fire. Hey Amen. That's what we used to get put on us. You know, they really didn't have that nice little spray and all that good stuff or whatever. Amen. But you know, we 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 knew about what stumbling and falling was as we grew up in life. Amen. And, uh, and then even as adults, sometimes when we're not paying attention and, and we're not looking where we're going, we could stumble, we could fall. Amen. Believe me, I've done it my share of times. Praise the Lord. And your face just turns beet red and you get up and you look around and see if anybody saw you and uh, hope nobody did. Amen. And, uh, you know, the bottom line is nobody really likes to stumble or fall. Right. You know, it's embarrassing. It's humiliating. And it does cause sorrow and pain. You know, you fall hard enough. Amen. It's sorrowful and it's painful. But I'm here to tell you this morning that God has made many things available to us so that we do not stumble or fall. Amen. Praise God. And in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3, 
It says, according as His divine power has given all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given us exceeding great and precious promises. That by these promises, amen, we might be partakers of His divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. And once we are partaker, once we see these promises, and we have faith in them, and we are partaker of His divine nature, which is talking about getting saved and walking with God, amen. He said then, amen, beside this, we've got to start adding things to our experience. We give all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and patience godliness and godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity or love amen because notice what he said in verse 8 for if these things be in you and abound and, and are growing they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and notice verse 10 wherefore the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure for if these uh, if you do these things you shall never fall amen I like that part but you see the big word in that verse 8 and verse 10 is if if you do these things you shall never fall amen praise God and in Jude chapter 1 verse 24 it says now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and ever. Amen. Now the, the key word in that verse is to, unto Him that is able. Amen. Let me tell you something. God is always willing and able to help us be what we want. We, he wants us to be. But we, sometimes we don't, you know, make it right to where that spot is. Amen. You know, uh, one of the most powerful things that God has given us to help us in this regard is His Word. His Word is not just there to help us after we fall or after we stumble, or after we get in trouble. Amen. But it's there as a deterrent and a weapon to help keep us from getting in trouble in the first place. In other words, the Bible will keep you from sin and protect you if you will live by its timeless and life-changing principles. Psalm 119.11, Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. 1 John chapter 2, verse 1, My little children, these things I write unto you, that you sin not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and He is the propitiation. He is the atonement. He is the substitution for our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So God has given us many things to help us to avoid falling as we walk with Him in this life. But, you know, you know the, the, the truth is we are imperfect humans that possess carnal natures. So there are times we will stumble and fall. We are imperfect. The only time we'll be perfect is when we get on the other side. Amen. When we're not in this life anymore. 
Praise God. Proverbs 24, 16. Though a righteous person falls seven times, he will get up. Psalms 37, 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way, though he fall. You hear that? That's the steps of a good person. But though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Even good people have bad days. Even good people slip up. Even good people say or do the wrong thing from time to time. Amen. Which kind of leads me to why do people fall? Amen. Pride, trials, temptations, sin, the actions of others, even just human weakness. Those are some of the things, amen, that, that you know, people, if they allow it to, Cause them to fall. Proverbs 16, 18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. That's why we got to keep the pride uh, at a minimum in our life. Amen. God is all about humility. God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Amen. God is drawn to the humble. When you're humble... You're not only, you know, it doesn't mean, it means like you're on your knees in prayer sometimes. That's when you're humble, praise God. And you don't have to, you know, when you're on your knees in prayer, you don't have very far to fall. It's like, okay, that's not too bad. Amen, because I'm already down there. I'm already acknowledging he's, like I said last week, but for the grace of God, he's everything. Amen. So I'm just going to keep myself humble because when I'm I'm proud, I'm flying higher than I should be. I'm thinking of myself more highly than I ought to think. And and I should just be giving God all the glory. Amen. And and, and God told us through Peter in 1 Peter 4, 12, Beloved, don't be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes to test you as though something strange was happening to you. Trials can throw us for a loop. And trials are things that hit our life that we didn't ask for or maybe we, we caused them or whatever, but they cause grief. Amen. And, and if we're not careful, they can let us make us stumble and fall. But we know, we know that God has said he's able to help keep us from falling. If we'll put our trust in him. Trials and temptations, James chapter 1, verse 14. But each person is tempted when he's lured away and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it's conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's fully grown, brings forth death. Amen. So we got to trust God. Because he said he'd make a way of escape when any temptation comes. Amen. We're not the only people in the world that are getting tempted. Everybody's getting tempted. Amen. It's, a, it's not unique to, uh, to us or our family or, or, or this state or, 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 or you know, this country or whatever. Everybody faces temptation from people or the enemy or whatever. But we got to hold on and God will show us a way of escape. Yes. Praise God. Because he wants to help us keep from falling. Amen. And then sometimes others, if we allow them, others can make us stumble. Others, you know, peer pressure and things that people, you know, trying to want us to do or whatever. Or, or, or they just, you know, give us a good shove. And not just physically, but spiritually in different ways. Amen. You know, when I was a kid, I, was, I, don't, I can't remember, I was about five, uh, four or five, six years old. 
We were out playing in, in the neighborhood, lived in an apartment building over in Anaheim. Amen. And uh, I, we were on the, on the blacktop, you know, by the apartments uh, and uh, on the asphalt. And some kid didn't even, uh, I didn't even know he was going to do it. But he came behind me and he pushed me really hard from behind. And uh, it was so hard and I was going down face plant so fast that I didn't even have time to get my hands out to break the fall. So I just went down, whoa, boom, like that. And I broke my collarbone. Amen. Because somebody pushed me and caused me to fall. Amen. But even when they push you, amen, even spiritually speaking, even in your walk with God and someone trying to push you away from God or push you down so you won't stay up and try to be what you need to be for God, God will help you. Because Psalms 118.13 said, they pushed me hard to make me fall, but the Lord helped me. Yeah. Amen. And so I'm telling you, I know there's a lot of things that can try to make us fall, but we don't have to accept it. We can be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Amen. This is my Palm Sunday message. Hallelujah. It's two words. We haven't even got to the two words. I'm keeping you in suspense. Praise God. Amen. What's these two words? Hurry up and get to it, would you? Amen. No, we'll get to it. Amen. Yeah, we don't want you to go to commercial break. We don't want you to, you know, change the channel and go out the door or do something else. Praise God. You stick right with us here. Praise the Lord. And we need to know what to do when we fall. Don't just lay there and do nothing. Praise God. That was the whole point of the reason why the thing that was trying to make you fall, amen, made you fall. So that you would just do nothing, amen. Because when you're out of the game, you can't affect anything, praise God. Let me tell you something, Elijah the prophet, he had a great day on Mount Carmel against the prophets of Baal. And man, he brought the people back to God. But old Jezebel the queen, when Ahab went and told her what he, he had done that day, amen, she sent him a letter and said, boy, I'm going to come after you and you're going to be dead by this day tomorrow like you did to my prophets. And Elijah the prophet of God, amen, when he saw that, he fell. He had a moment of falling. When he ran for his life from Queen Jezebel, he found himself in a deep wilderness about a day's journey away and he wished he was dead. He had fallen. And the angel of the Lord told him to get up eat something, and continue on his journey for God. Forty days later, he found himself in a cave on Mount Horeb, and God asked him a question. What are you doing here, Elijah? And Elijah's response was kind of like sometimes what we feel. Amen. We feel like we're just by ourselves and no one cares or whatever. And he said, I have been zealous for the Lord, but the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant. They've thrown down your altars. They've killed your prophets. And I am the only one you have left. And they're seeking my life right now, God. That's what I'm doing here. I'm preserving myself for you. I'm getting way out of town. In other words, he said, I'm the only one you've got, God, and I'm fading fast. And when we're down, we have a tendency to think we're all alone. 
Amen. And the only one that's going through these difficult times. But may I remind you this morning on this great, wonderful Palm Sunday. Amen. When you are a child of the King, you're never alone. Yes. Praise God. Yes. He's always with you. Yes. Thank you Jesus. Thank you. He's always with you. And may I, may I remind you of something else, that you have a wonderful support group in the family of God, yes. people that will pray for you, yes. people that will love you, yes. people that will encourage you, amen, to keep going. It's important to surround yourself with good people that will tell you the truth and truly care about you and help you in your hour of need. And there's no better people than the people of God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9. Two are better than one. If either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe unto him who falls when there is not another to lift him up. We need each other, folks. Yes. Because I'm telling you, we're not perfect. We're going to stumble from time to time. We're going to fall even from just exhaustion or weakness or misunderstanding or whatever. But we got to, amen, look around, amen. And hopefully we've been hanging with some good people that'll notice and come over to our aid and help us up. Yes, thank you, Jesus. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, be sober-minded, be alert. Your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking whom he looking for anyone to devour. Resist him, firm in the faith, knowing that the same kind of sufferings are being experienced by your fellow believers throughout the world. You're not the only one going through it. So you don't, don't, don't stay down when you fall. God told Elijah, you're not the only one I have left. He said, there's 7,000 people in Israel that have not bowed their knee to the false god Baal. I've got 7,000 plus you, 7,001. I'm sure, I hope that made him feel better. So the first thing God told Elijah was to get up. The second thing he told him was to go. And before you can go... You got to get up. So, what are the two most uh, in, uh, one of the mo two most important words in our life? Get up. Yes. Those are the two most important. Get up. Get up. Hallelujah. Yeah, but you don't understand, Pastor. I stumbled. I fell. Oh, you know what? I don't think God considers you a failure unless you stay down. But if you'll get up and you'll make it right and you'll learn from that, amen, God will restore you and everything going to be okay. Woo! Get up! Get up! Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Just because you fall doesn't mean God is finished with you. Just because you fall doesn't mean it's all over for you. Just because you fall, you, you, it doesn't mean you might as well hang it up and give up on God. When you fall, it's not the time to have a pity party. It's not the time to throw in the towel or throw your faith in God out the window. It's a time to ask God to forgive you. It's a time to call on the name of the Lord in prayer. It's a 
time. It's a time to do what Joel 3 verse 10 says, and that is, let the weak say, I am strong. I am strong in Jesus. I am strong in Jesus. I will get up. One person said, when life trips you up, when you stumble and fall on your knees, stay there a while. It's the perfect place to pray and trust in the Lord. And when you're done repenting, when you're done reflecting, when you're done calling on Him in prayer, there's only one thing left to do. And that's the two most important words. Get up and get going for God. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Let's all stand right now. You know, Peter, he fell when he denied the Lord three times. You remember that? And Jesus even told him in advance he was going to do it. And Jesus even told him that Satan was after him. Luke chapter 22, verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. That sounds like Simon was going to fall, but he was going to fall on the mercy of God after that. And he was going to get up because he didn't say, if you're converted, he said, I prayed for you. I prayed for you. He denied him anyway. I pray for you that your faith fail not. When you're converted, strengthen your brethren. And then Luke chapter 22, verse 61. After Peter denied the Lord three times, verse, the, the Bible said the Lord turned and looked at Peter before, he was, before the Lord was being brought in to that building to go through that trial. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So Peter went out and wept bitterly. But it was bitter tears of repentance to get back right with God. He fell, but he got up. And those two words make all the difference in the world. Because let me tell you something, both Peter and Judas fell and failed the Lord. But the difference was, Peter went out and wept bitter tears and got up and said, Lord, I'm going to keep going for you. And Judas did not give up. Judas allowed Satan to get the best of him and it cost him his life. The enemy of our soul is thrilled when we fall. And, and we will rejoice and be happy when it happens because he hopes we will stay down. He hopes we will give up. He hopes we will give in. He hopes we will quit. He hopes it will be the last straw. But I got news for the enemy this morning. We might fall from time to time, 
but we're not out. So enemy, rejoice not against me. Oh, mine enemy, when I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Praise the Lord. Somebody said, in life, many things do not go according to plan. If you fall, get back up. If you stumble, regain your balance. Never give up. And you know why we're going to get up and never give up? Because His strength is made perfect in my weakness. You know why we're going to get up and never give up? Because I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. And that includes getting up, brushing myself off, thanking God for another day and another chance, making it right, and moving on for God. Those are some of the two of the most important words that you should keep in your vocabulary and always have in your mind today. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.